Hello and welcome to Witch Wine. I'm Shelby. And I'm Desiree. And we're getting tipsy today. We're going to get buzzed and we're going to answer each other's questions. Oh, Q&A. <laughs> Some questions will be questions we found like on the internet and some questions will just be maybe random questions we have for the other person maybe about like relationships etc because Shelby's been gay her whole life and I've been straight my whole life unfortunately (laughs) so we're gonna go get buzzed and we'll be right back everyone better better get buzzed with us yeah you better double shots (laughs) okay we're back we've had a few drinks we're feeling a little buzzed feeling good so yeah like i said before we're just gonna ask each other like random questions we both have the same list so our questions might be the same they might not be we don't know what we're gonna ask the other person surprise <laughs> surprise <laughs> okay shelby you want to go first yes what do you hope to achieve by 50 i hope by 50 I have traveled to, like, other countries. Like, that's my biggest thing, is, like, knowing that I don't want kids, so I'm not going to spend that money on, like, anything else. I'd rather travel. Um, okay. If you died tonight, what would you regret not doing? And something realistic, not something, (laughs) like, fucking Elizabeth Olsen, because... Unfortunately, Shelby, that's not realistic. Uh, I'm only 30, so. (laughs) Going to college. Really? Yeah. Or I guess, well, going to college slash. Any sort of secondary school. Yeah. Like, I wish that I would have done better in high school and taken that more seriously. Yeah. Because then I feel like college would have been more like. Made doable. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I graduated, I was like, uh, I barely scraped by. Right. Because I didn't take it seriously. So I was like, I'm not even, like, I did a semester at college. And then I was like, I don't think I'm smart enough. And then, like, now that I'm 30, I'm like, I should have gone to college. Fair. All right. What motivates you every morning? That's a hard question. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's pretty basic to say, like, going to work and making money, like, motivates me every day. But it's, like, I've worked really hard to put myself in the position that I am. And so that is my motivation right now. Because if I want to travel, if I want to buy a house, if I want to give Daisy the best life (laughs) ever... (laughs) I have to get up and I have to go bust my ass. And so, like, that's what motivates me. Daisy does deserve the best in life. (laughs) She she truly does. I would do anything for her. (laughs) I just bought her a $100 fucking um, air purifier because I think she's allergic (laughs) to the cats. (laughs) Oh, hell, he is pretty fucking gross. I'm pretty sure I'm allergic to him. Um, when was the last time you laughed, like, so hard, and why? Like, what made you laugh so hard? (laughs) I don't know, probably last night. (laughs) Probably something you and Ryan said. Fair. When's the last time you laughed so hard that, like, you can remember, like, the exact moment, like, what happened? (laughs) It's 
sounds so fucking stupid. <laughs> when we were taking out the trash and Ryan leaned on the trash, but the lid was open. So <laughs> he almost fell in. That's fair. I swear. I, there was a good minute where I was like, I'm going to pee my pants right here. That's fair. I would laugh really hard at that, too. Um, do you think it's okay to be friends with your exes? Absolutely not. The only way you should be a friend to your ex is if you have a child with them that you share custody because you need to have that mutual, just no animosity towards one another when there's a child involved. Otherwise, absolutely not. Like even if like the breakup was like mutual and civil? I still say no just because if you were to get into another relationship, how would your new partner feel knowing that you were in a somewhat committed relationship with this other person that you're still like texting or snapchatting or hanging out with. Like, I think it's disrespectful. And it's like, obviously everyone is going to have their own opinion on that. And that's totally okay. But like, in my personal opinion, I think it's disrespectful. And I, I also think it just leads to too many complications depending on like how your relationship was to begin with. What emotion do you experience the most? Confusion. (laughs) That's that's an emotion. I don't think that counts as an emotion. I think that's just like a state of being. Like, do you feel like you're happy a lot, sad a lot? I don't know. Like neutral a lot? I feel like, I don't know what like a neutral. Probably either neutral or sad. That's fair. What causes the majority of like that emotion life (laughs) (laughs) like nothing in particular you're just like sad most of the time yeah (laughs) not not to be depressed but yeah that's fine we'll look up therapists after this (laughs) (laughs) it's fine we'll get you we'll do we'll do like group therapy or couples therapy but like it'll be individual therapy we just go together (laughs) perfect Um, do you believe in soulmates? I do, but I believe that there can be soulmates that are friends. Like, I genuinely believe that you are my platonic soulmate. Like, I love Ryan with my whole heart, but I think you're my soulmate. (laughs) And like, I'm not, and I'm not just saying that because like we've been friends for so long. I'm saying it because there's so many things in common and things that we do that is just like that's the person you gravitate to and it doesn't always have to be like a sexual thing so i 100 percent believe in soulmates i like that answer um if you had to be on a reality tv show which one would you choose and we're talking reality tv not like an acted one although reality tv is acted too the circle that's what i would say too like <laughs> i think the I circle would be so fun like I'd... you don't have to be around other people <laughs> well i'm better online like i'm like i'm good at interacting with people online yeah. like the thought of being on like a dating reality show just like i don't that yeah makes that the thought makes me so uncomfortable like i don't think i'd be like really good at that right and that, 
don't even get me started on like going on like Survivor or like the Amazing Race or like those like competition <laughs> ones. Like I'd be, I'd be out before it started. Like I'm just not. I don't think I could ever out be for... on Survivor. But Ryan and I always talk about like what our roles would be if we went on Amazing Race together. I'd have no roles because I don't bring <laughs> anything to the table. <laughs> like I, yeah, the circle for sure. I think the circle would be so fun. And I would love to go on the circle when it's like a group of my friends, but we don't all know that we're going on the circle. And then it's just like we're catfishing each other. <laughs> See, I would go as myself. Because I'm not good at lying. So I like would catfish and then I would forget like lies that I told for my catfish. And I would out myself. That's, yeah. Do you believe in life after death? And why? Honestly, I've never really thought about it. Um, Like, my family was mostly Mormon growing up. And if you're Mormon, you know that there's, like, specific heavens and blah, blah, blah. And depending on your heaven is what you get in the afterlife. I don't necessarily believe in that. I kind of believe that... You maybe get, like, a choice, like, whether you want to be, like, reincarnated, and if not, then you, like, go with the other people who have also chosen not to be reincarnated. Or maybe there's just nothing. Maybe you die, and that's it. I really don't know. Oof. (laughs) So, yeah, like, I think it would be super cool if you could, like, pick what you did in the afterlife. It was like, all right, like, you survived that, so now you get a choice, like... Do you want to be with, like, your best friends and your husband, wife, lover, um, and your animals and just, like, spend eternity doing that? Or do you want to be, like, a ghost or... I want to be a ghost. <laughs> I want to be a ghost, but I want to be a ghost with a Daisy. <laughs> I want to be a ghost with you. And I want to go to every place that Zach Bacon <laughs> ghost hunting. <laughs> Yeah, but we would have, like, Daisy and Zoe with us as, like, our companions. <laughs> like, <"It's> vibe. <laughs> yeah. I would be the best fucking ghost because you wouldn't know what you'd get. It would be a surprise every time. Um, are you assertive or are you a pushover? I'm a pushover. I, th- I think I'm a pushover too much until I get to, like, a point where, like, yeah. I'm, like, back into a corner where I have to be assertive. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I'm a pushover. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's bad. It's funny, too, because Shelby's a Scorpio, and people are always like, Scorpios are so, like, aggressive and stubborn. And I'm like, Shelby's, like, the wrong week of Scorpio. <laughs> I am. I'm, like, classic Scorpio, but then, like, not at the same time. It's, it's a rough Scorpio life. All right, what is a major turnoff in a romantic relationship for you? I mean, the most obvious one for me is, like, somebody who has, like, a wandering eye slash a cheater. Like, obviously, nobody wants to be cheated on, and I know it's, like, an unpopular opinion that looking at other people in a relationship, like, while you're in a relationship is cheating, but that's what I believe. Like, if you were actively 
following people on Instagram, on TikTok, um, checking people out in public, especially with your significant other. Like, to me, that's kind of a form of cheating. And especially when it comes to women and men who have insecurities, like, you're making them reflect on themselves and turning it into a, like, them problem when in actuality, like, you're just kind of being a dick. Um, and so, like, that's, like, a huge turnoff. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and we're going to segue here a little bit. <laughs> we'll go back to more questions. But I thought it would be a good idea to kind of discuss the differences between, like, a straight relationship and a gay relationship. Because, like I said, I've only ever been with men. Shelby's only ever been with women. Minus, like, she kissed, like, a guy once. (laughs) (laughs) But I just think dynamics in relationships can be a lot different because of somebody's, like, sexuality. Um, So I guess my first question is when you're in a relationship – what do you consider cheating? Um, I th- like more like physical and emotional. Like I don't mind looking. Like if they're like checking out someone in like public, like I don't really mind that personally. Mm-hmm. But like obviously, if like that was something that like my partner didn't like, I'd be like, okay, like absolutely not. Yeah. Um. But. Like, my last relationship, like, she went to a strip club, and I, like, I didn't really mind that. I was like, that's, that doesn't really bother me. Like, as long as it's not, like, a regular thing. Right. Like, it's like, I'm going to go to the strip club every Friday. I'd be like, I prefer if you didn't. Right. But, like, every once in a while, I'm like, if it's just, like, a friend hangout, like, that's fine. Yeah. But, like, yeah, if they're, like, emotionally... Invested in someone else and physically and or physically, like, right. that's cheating, obviously. Yeah. And, like, for me, it's a little bit different. Like, for me, dating men, if they're going to a strip club, in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, what else are you doing? Because, and I, I, like, I've seen a lot of strippers say it. They're like, <laughs> we normally gravitate towards the girls in strip clubs because, we feel more comfortable with them. Um, But it's like knowing that men go into a strip club and make women feel that way when that is their place of work. And literally while, like, why they're there, it's like, as a straight person in a straight relationship, like, that would make me uncomfortable and I'd be, like, not okay with it. Yeah. Because it's like, guys are worse than girls. (laughs) In my opinion, like, guys... I feel like that's facts. Yeah. And it's like... I would say a good majority of gay relationships tend to last longer compared to straight relationships a lot end in divorce. Like, you'll know who I'm talking about, but they've been married to their partner, God, like seven, eight years now. They adopted two kids and... They have, like, the best relationship. Like, they're so happy. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's like I've known a handful of people who are my age. And keep in mind, this woman and her partner are both – her wife, not her partner. 
are both older, like nearing 40, I think. And they've had a happy long marriage. And then people I know who are my age, when they were like 25, are already getting divorces. Yeah. And it's like, what does that have to say? Um, how do you feel about sharing a password with your partner? I mean, if they wanted it, I'd give it to them. I don't. There's nothing to hide. Yeah. Like, it kind of goes hand in hand with cheating. Like. If you're hiding something, you're probably cheating, so. Like, I get, like, both sides where it's, like, if they want the password, it's, like, kind of shitty that they're not trusting you. Mm-hmm. But, like, on the other hand, if it's, like, if they want the password and you don't have anything to hide, like. Why not? It shouldn't be a big deal. Right. So. I mean, most everyone has, like, my password to everything anyways, because they have the same password for everything, so. I don't think I know your password. I'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Ryan and I just have, like, our faces in the other person's phones, so, like, I'm just. <laughs> my phone doesn't even have a password, so perfect. Oh, I thought you put one on it. No. Mm. I had it for a little bit when I was doing, like, orders at work on my phone, and I gotcha. would just, like, leave my phone in random places, <laughs> but. Um, and keep in mind, any of the questions I'm asking, I already know that Shelby's not going to be offended, and if anybody takes offense, I'm not trying to be offensive in the way that I word these questions. Just an open conversation. But in a lesbian relationship, does one person take on more of a masculine role? Or are there a good majority of lesbian couples where both people are super feminine? I think it just depends on the person. Like, in most of the relationships I've been in, it's mainly been, like, we're either both equally feminine or, like, my partner is, like, more so masculine. But that's, like, their choice. That's how they want to be. But I don't think that's, like, typically one's more masculine. Right. And I know that's always, like, a stigma, too, is everyone's like, oh, who's the guy yeah. in the relationship? And yeah, it's like, for sure. There doesn't need to be a guy. Like, that's why they're a lesbian. They don't want a dick. I Like, oh, my God. Yeah. I always got asked that question when I was out with my partner. Always. Well, so who's stupid. the dude in the relationship? There doesn't need to be a dude. Oh, my no God. No one. Because we don't like dudes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine being asked those types of questions. Like, we already get asked enough stupid questions as just women. Yeah. But to add on top of it, dating another, like, person of the, like, same sex, it's just like, well, what? Because it's like, I'm sure, too, with gay men, they get asked, like, oh, well, who's the girl in the relationship? Yeah, and it's like, I would there doesn't <laughs> There doesn't need to be a girl. Like, oh, it's so weird And to I know, me. like, a lot of the times it's just, like someone trying to like make conversation or like be funny but it's like it's like telling women to smile like yeah it's not funny like it's not you're not doing what you think you're doing right um yeah if there's anyone though that has questions regarding the lgbtq plus community like our dms are open for questions like I don't get offended easily at all. So, right. like, <laughs> I'm happy to answer anything. Yeah, for like, anyone. we were very much so a podcast that wants to have open conversation and answer tough questions and be asked tough questions. 
rather than just say like we're right and you're wrong like yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna do that we're an open book and if you ask a question in an offensive way and then you continue to be a fucking like asshole or something then we're gonna shut you down (laughs) but if you just have a question you want an answer feel free to ask because shelby most likely will have an answer for you Mm -hmm. all right shelby what's your next question for me do you hold grudges or do you get over things easily I hold grudges. 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Um, I will eventually get over things. It takes me a bit, though. Like, six months to a year, and then I'm over, like, whatever happened. But in that same note, I try not to get mad. Like, I've come to you. I've talked to Ryan. I've talked to Anna. And I've been like, am I being a little bitch, or am I right to be upset about this? Um, and then go from there. Because it's like if I'm just being dramatic, if I'm just like in a bad mood, if I did something wrong and I'm not seeing it, I would rather be told that mm-hmm. before holding a grudge. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely hold grudges. Forgive, but don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, What secret trait do you wish that people knew about you? <laughs> uh? <laughs> I'm going to pause while she'll be thanks. I know. This one's tough. <laughs> um, I write. I don't really talk about that a whole lot or, like, post it anywhere. Like, brag about it. But I do. I write a lot. So I, I guess that would be considered a secret trait. Yeah. People don't know about it. <laughs> they know about it now. <laughs> Cats out of the bag. <laughs> Shelby writes things that nobody's ever going to see. <laughs> yep. At least not yet. You can find my fanfiction account if you can find it. Just, I'll find it. Don't worry, you guys. <laughs> I'll post it for everyone. If she finds it, I'm actually going to be pretty amazed. I'll find it. Don't worry. No, you won't. I'm the FBI. I deleted it already. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Delete it tonight. All right. What makes life meaningful to you? I mean, honestly, nothing. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking mood. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, light, that's such, like, a vague question. And, like, these aren't, we didn't make these questions up. So, like, I'm not shitting on Shelby. <laughs> I just have, like, three, like, slides of deep, meaningful questions to ask your friends. Um... But yeah, it's like, it's such a vague question because, like, it's what you do in life that makes it, like, meaningful. That's deep. And, like, if you're not actively doing something to make your life meaningful, like, you should probably reevaluate that. And, like, for me, like, am I currently doing anything to, like, make life meaningful? Like, no, I'm not. (laughs) like my life will be meaningful once I'm able to like plan like places to go and finally like do certain goals like I want to go goals make life meaningful yeah um and like the experiences make life meaningful but it's like if you just wake up every morning and you're like my life's meaningful like you're fucking lying (laughs) (laughs) 
not to say you don't matter, but like <laughs> unless you're working at like a nonprofit, like saving animals and like people with Alzheimer's and like children, like <laughs> your job probably isn't doing shit for the world. You're fucking useless. <laughs> Are you recycling? Are you m- being minimalistic? Like then you're probably not doing anything meaningful. Just kidding. Like I said, life being meaningful depends on the person and like those are things that would be meaningful to me am i actively doing all of those no um would you do something crazy for a friend yeah like how crazy i don't know what do you want me to do i don't know like if it got you arrested if it got your car towed if there was like a good reason behind it yeah but if if it was just something stupid. Yeah. If you were just like, I dare you to get drunk and go do this thing that's illegal, I'd probably be like, eh, no. <laughs> Depends <laughs> on you. if you're drunk or not already. Then you're like, maybe. <laughs> that's true. If I've had enough drinks, I could consider it. But. That's fair. What is a book or movie that spoke to you? Um, I'm going to pause myself so I can think about this. Cause like, if you're somebody who reads, you know, the minute someone comes up to you and they're like, what's your favorite book? You go brain dead. So let me think about this for a second. Okay. So the book that spoke to me, I read this like two or three years ago. Um, it's called We Were the Lucky Ones by Georgia Hunter. She came from a family of Holocaust survivors And I didn't realize until it was either, like, the last chapter or, like, the last page of the book that I realized it was based on a true story. Like, I was reading the story and I was like, like, wow, like, I can't imagine going through any of this, much less, like, just, like, making up a story about it and then come to find out, like, it was based on a true story. And it's just, it's insanity, Like, if you want to read a book and you don't mind, like, it's a heavy book until you get to the end, Um, but it talks about this family of, like, Jewish people who obviously were there during the Holocaust, and they were all separated once they were, like, taken, and it goes through each of kind of like their storylines and then at the end you find out like how they realized that like their siblings and such were like still alive and it's just like it's a crazy story and it's super like like touching while also being very like sad um so if you're somebody who kind of likes history this is a book that I was just like oh my god like I think I read it in like a day like I could not put it down Jeez. Um. Oh my god, where did my question go? Oh, what do you want to do more than anything else in life? Again, something realistic, Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> um. I just want to be like successful and happy. That's fair. Like those are the only like goals I have. Like, I don't really, like, I'm not picky about how I get there. I just want to figure out a way to be, like, successful and happy in life. That's Um, all I want. Those are my goals. Is there, 
anything or anywhere in particular that you would like is like a goal place that you would want to go to not really like i always like wanted to end up in california Mm -hmm. but also california is like ridiculously expensive yeah and like very touristy now and i'm not picky as long as there's not, like, any, like, natural disasters there. Like, I don't want to live in, like, <laughs> some place that's, like, you know, tornadoes and hurricanes all the time. Like, no, thank you. Yeah. All right. Do you think people are inherently good? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I agree. Um, yeah. I think people... That's, like, a hard question because I think most children, when they're first, like, come into life, whatever, they're so innocent and they are good, but the people surrounding them um, cause people to be, like, bad. Like, it's notorious with, like, serial killers and stuff when they were raised in a shitty household, they tend to end up being a shittier person. And unfortunately, people who grew up in, like, the foster care system, a lot of those people turn out, like, quote-unquote bad. And so I think unless you're raised and born into, like, the most perfect environment, which nobody is, um, everyone turns out bad. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Like... You might be good while you're still an infant who cannot speak, walk, do anything on your own. But once you hit that milestone of, like, walking, you, like, (laughs) if you think about it, people have to baby-proof their homes because it's just automatic in, like, an infant's brain to be like, let me go try to put my finger in this light socket. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Suicide squad right out the gate. Yeah, so it's like people are, that's just how our brains are wired is to just do, like, the worst thing possible first. That's true. <laughs> I never really thought about that. That's <laughs> true. Um, I already know the answer to this, but <laughs> I feel like it'll be a good question for you to speak on. Um, have you ever lost someone who's very close to you? Yes. Part of the dead dad club. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yes. <laughs> Um, I don't know how in detail you want to get, but... However much detail you want to give. Um, Maybe I lost my dad really... unexpectedly. Uh, and it was... It was really weird because it was, like, the worst year of my life, but the best year of my life. Mm-hmm. Because I was, like, grieving and mourning. It was, like, my family and I were, like, we want to do, like, happy things. Right. So it was, like, we had, like, a family reunion. Like, me and my brother went to a concert. Um, It was, like, a lot of, like, my friendships, like, really went to, like, the next level. Because I got to see, like, who in my life really genuinely cared about me. And I was, like, surprised to see how many people, like, did. Right. But, like, also my dad died. So, like, that sucks. So, like, (laughs) still going through that. But, um... I remember, like, this is, like, the stupidest thing ever, but I remember thinking that, like, I was, like, my dad's not going to die. Like, that, like, that doesn't happen. Like, 
no, like he's fine. He'll be fine. Uh-huh. Spoiler alert, he wasn't. But <laughs> yeah, it's weird losing a parent. Like it's shitty, but it's like a really weird Yeah. Process. Right. And you're still going through it. Like that just never goes away. It never goes away. I think you kind of just learn to like live with it and like you learn what coping works best for you. Yeah, that makes sense. Like I think I realize that humor is it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you believe that the present is really better than the past? Um, I would say yes. Because most of the time where you are in the present, you got there because of your past and like what you learned and what things change you as like a human being. And so your present is more towards, like, what your goal is in life. Like, is your goal to be super in shape or to be married or whatever? And it's like your past will teach you lessons in order to get you to that current goal. And then obviously your goal is ever-changing. But so your present is you just, like, one step closer to, like, the ultimate, like, you want to stay in that moment forever. Yeah. Whereas your past is, like... I don't know. I don't know about other people, but when I think about my past, I think about what I should have done differently. Yes. And living in the moment, knowing those things, it's like, I'm never going to make that mistake again. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Um, if you could live anywhere in the world for a year, where would it be? Ireland. Fair. Ireland is beautiful. Like, it looks so beautiful. Um... It just, like it just seems so magical up there. There's a lot of like spooky places. Yeah. Um, it looks so green. And yeah. for someone who has like lived in Tucson their whole lives, where right. it's just like desert. desert. Like every time I go someplace and it's green, I'm just like so fascinated. Right. And it just like it just seems like such a fun magical place. Yeah. And then there's drinking. So yeah, they love drinking. I love that. I'm 50% Irish, so oh my God. bring it on. I think I'm going to do a 23 and Me this year. My, I believe my sister did one. Because I don't, I'm not close to my real dad. Um, and I don't know his side of the family. And then my mom was adopted and she doesn't know her biological family. So I literally know nothing about myself. Oh, you should definitely do it. I think Kara, I'm going to. I know that you're listening you should comment the results in your experience of your 23 and me. Cause I'm pretty sure her and my cousin did one. Mm. And I want to say there was like German in our genes that we did not know about. <laughs> it was like surprise. Surprise. Really? Yeah. <laughs> right. Are you close with your parents? Yes and no. So like I just said, like, I don't talk to my real dad. Um, He was a deadbeat dad. He waited until I was 18, because my brother's older than me, um, to finally reach out to us. um, Because he didn't have to pay child support anymore. But he wasn't paying child support to begin with, so get fucked. (laughs) Um, (laughs) If someone called me and they were like, hey, your dad died, I'd be like, cool, cool, cool. 
Goodbye. Shots of celebration. <laughs> yeah. And with my mom, <clears throat> like, I love my mom and I would do mostly anything for my mom, but we have different viewpoints in the world. Um, and so that affects our relationship. Like, she doesn't fully grasp what it's like to be a woman in these day and ages because she already had her kids. She's already in a career. Like, she doesn't have to worry about those things anymore. And she doesn't really, con- like, understand the concept of, like, how difficult it is to be somebody who's gay in these, like, times. And so we have controversial, like, opinions on those. But like I said, like, I would do pretty much anything for my mom. I just wish she would be more open-minded. Because, um, yeah, it's like, if <laughs> if my mom and I didn't argue about something when we, like, sat down to have a meal or whatever, it would be a lot easier to, like, want to have those meals. But it's like knowing that at some point something is going to get brought up and it's like I'm on one end and she's on the other and just adding like fuel to the fire yeah that's rough um what do you love most about yourself (laughs) (laughs) my ability to incorporate glitter into my makeup every day okay I need something more than that (laughs) What do you love most about me? Oh, God, I could go on for days. <laughs> That's uh, what I'm saying. That why can you go on for days for me, but not about yourself? Because I don't like myself. <laughs> but you should. Um, I like my. <laughs> really got put on the spot here. Um, I like my ability to not take things too serious. Like, I like that. There's not a lot of things that offend you. There's not. But you're passionate still. Um, And even when things do offend me or, like, someone does say something offensive, like, I don't let it bother me. Right. Like, so I like that about myself. It's a good answer. It's better than glitter. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think the glitter was some mysterious answer. <laughs> All right. Do you like who you are right now? I would say like a medium yes. <laughs> Obviously, I know as a person that there are things that I can work on as a person. And... There's going to be things that I want to work on myself, like, always. Like, if you're not always trying to improve yourself in some way or another, then you're, like, not doing life right, I don't think. But I think myself now is a much better version of myself than, say, two or three years ago. Like, I think I've grown enough, um, matured enough have educated myself enough like like not to bring this up probably for like the seventh time (laughs) on our podcast but like I wasn't raised in an openly like accepting family of others 
like, I was raised to believe that gay people were trying to get rid of having children and there wasn't going to be any more people to populate the earth and blah, we are blah, trying blah. to get rid of that actually i think it's straight women now that are trying <laughs> to get rid of it <laughs> but it's like i think it's just the generation <laughs> yeah millennials were no more kids maybe gen z too we don't know about them yet um but yeah so i've definitely grown in that aspect and i wouldn't have grown in that way, if it wasn't for Shelby. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, Shelby taught me how to be more, like, accepting of others and understand others. And I would say now I'm, like, a huge ally to, like, everyone. She's on gay TikTok and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so. And, like, I take it seriously if someone's like, oh, well this and this is, like, racist or homophobic or whatever. And I'm like, okay, how do I never do that? I'm never going to do that because that is so hurtful. And then it's, like, there's people in my family who they don't care. And it's just whatever their mindset is is what's right. And it's, like, that's not okay. Like, if what I'm doing is harming somebody else, then it's not okay. And so, like, in that aspect alone, like, I've grown so much. Yeah, I think she takes homophobia more seriously than I do. <laughs> yeah, Shelby's like, these fucking faggots. And I'm like, don't say that. Just kidding. <laughs> so, like, someone said something offensive to me the other day. And I was like, huh? And she was like, no, I'll call their work right now and I'll complain about them. <laughs> yeah. like, do you want me to fight okay. them? <laughs> I will fuck shit up immediately. Would you relocate to a place where you didn't have any family or friends? No. No. <laughs> no. Would you relocate to a place that had, like, just one of, like, one of those? No. <laughs> <laughs> I need you and my mom and my sister, like, <laughs> with me at all times. <laughs> like, all times. <laughs> Shelby's like, I have separation anxiety. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. If I live, like, 15 minutes from my mom or my sister, I'm like, uh, no. What? Meanwhile, I'm over here like, <laughs> and I have to live with you always. The country. <laughs> like, if you and Ryan ever wanted to like get a house by yourself, like that's fine. But I will build myself a dog house in your backyard. <laughs> I've already sent you that. Like my dream house, and I don't know where this house is, but it's literally like two houses, and they're connected by like an indoor bridge. And I'm like, if that is not the ideal home for me and Shelby, I don't know what is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like maybe I would maybe consider it if it was, like, for Elizabeth Olsen. But, like, even then, I'm like, man, I don't know. <laughs> like, I love you, but, like... I love you with my whole heart, but, like, also, like... You have a lot of money. Like, I could just take your private jet back and forth. That's Ooh, fine. that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. All right. Do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? I'm both. Um, I think the word for it is like an ambivert. I could be wrong. Let me look. Yeah, so I'm considered an ambivert, um, where I'm like a combination of introvert and extrovert. I would say most of the time I'm an introvert. Like, I would rather be at home with like myself and you and Ryan and Daisy and like that's it. Um and, like, having alone time is super important to me. 
But if I'm put in a social situation, I absolutely will be like, I'm ready to fight everyone here. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm a good mixture of both. Um, what is your best childhood memory? <laughs> I don't remember Disneyland. I went to Disneyland when I was like a wee child. Don't remember anything from it. But I got a giant stuffed scar <laughs> from Disneyland. And that thing was like the source of my life for the longest time. Like, I don't remember what happened to it, but like, that was my favorite thing ever as a child. And I remember that. And then I wore an Esmeralda dress for like a good two years straight. Like, I worked at church, I worked at school. That was the only thing I wore. She literally still has it. Like, it's in the closet. <laughs> it is. Right I now. do. Yeah, I still have it. <laughs> um, and those are my two favorite, like, childhood memories. Those are good memories. If you had a theme song to life, what would it be? I mean, me just being biased, I would pick Circles by Post Malone. <laughs> I didn't say that. Because I love Post Malone, so I, like, if I ever had a wedding, which I don't want a wedding. <laughs> if I ever had a wedding, which is never going to happen. <laughs> I would walk down the aisle to Circles. I'm not even joking. Like, the one lyric in there that's my favorite, I think that's my next tattoo, and I'm not sorry about it. Like, I love Post Malone with my whole fucking heart. He just seems like the best guy ever. He honestly truly does. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's the best. What's the lyric? Oh, I have to sing it in my head. Hang on. Yeah, it's let go. I got a feeling that it's time to let go. That's a good one. I just feel like that's like, I don't know. In my brain, I'm like, I can apply that to like anything in life. Like something's not working for you. Let it go. It's time to let it go. I like that. It's like like frozen, but better. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. <laughs> um, how do you feel about partners who cheat? Like if you went into a relationship knowing that your partner had cheated before. Or and also like if they like did cheat on you, like what would you do in both scenarios? Um I feel like cheating is a deal breaker. Like Absolutely. I would break up with that person immediately. If they've cheated in the past. Ooh, I don't know. Like, it's hard because sometimes it depends on the circumstance. Yeah. Like, I feel like I would be more, like, weary about being with them. I'd probably have to, like, I don't know. Like, I guess, like, take things slower because there would be, like, a trust issue. Yeah. But I don't think I'd write them off, like, right away. That's fair. Um... Do you believe in horoscopes? Yeah. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. Like. I'm that annoying astrology bitch. I will judge you on your sign. I can't say that I'm somebody who knows everything about everyone's horoscope. Um, I know what horoscopes I mesh with and what horoscopes I don't mesh with. Um, And yeah, I just like. 
there's certain things where it's like you're born in this certain time of year and it truly can be like reflective of you as a person yeah like (laughs) that's just how it is like there are groups of people who genuinely just fit that description box yeah um if you're in a bad mood do you prefer to be alone or do you prefer to be with somebody who might cheer you up someone to cheer me up like there's so many times where i've come home from work in like such a bad mood and you just like (laughs) bust open my door and like lay in bed with me and make me laugh like you always put me in a good mood i'd I'd much rather be with like you and ryan um are you like that like in a relationship too like say you and your girlfriend got into a fight and it like put you in a bad mood would you want them to cheer you up or would you like go elsewhere and seek someone to cheer you up or just like separate yourself totally um i would separate myself from them for like just like a little bit yeah just to like calm down right and then expect them to cheer you up yes <laughs> that's fair <laughs> yes that's fair. yes that's exactly it <laughs> um are you more of a mountain person or a beach person mountain i thought i was a beach person like my entire life like I love San Diego um when I first started college we went to San Diego twice in like a three-month period and I was like I'm gonna move here I love it here so much and then I went to Colorado and I was like holy fuck I have never felt more at home than being like in the mountains and I guess it has a lot to do with, too, like, we live in Arizona. We're surrounded by mountains. Like, I love Mount Lemmon. Um, So, yeah, mountains for sure. What is something you value the most in, like, another person? Um, like humor is always like an important like i don't want to be like i am so easy to make laugh like she really is <laughs> so if you don't like make <laughs> me laugh like i'm concerned yeah um but also honesty yeah like those are like the two like main things for me like in a relationship and in a friendship like those are just like i feel like the most important qualities at least in my opinion absolutely um Do you believe in giving people second chances? It depends on why I'm giving them a second chance. Um, yeah. I would say in friendships, most of the time, yes, unless they did something so, like, disgraceful that just, like, completely changes their character for you. Um, in a relationship, it depends. Like, did we break up because... It just wasn't the right time for us and now I'm giving you a second chance or like if you cheated on me or did something bad then no yeah I agree but it really just depends on like the circumstance um do you believe that there is a god no agreed (laughs) (laughs) there is no sky daddy I'm like, every day I live, I just hate religion more and more. Do you think that there's any higher power? 
Not really. That's fair. Like, I don't know if I, like, believe in fate or, like, anything happens for a reason. Like, I think I'm more so just, like, respecting, like, the universe and, like, the earth and, like, the elements. Like, more spiritual. But, like, I don't think there's, like, a higher power or any kind of god. Right. Especially because I feel like in most... That's not true. I'm not going to say most religions. I don't know, like, about all religions. But, like... The ones that I do know or I'm familiar with, like, God's a fucking asshole and, like, (laughs) not worth the praise. Right. Like, zero out of ten recommend. Fair. Like, mm -mm. All right. I just lost my question. (laughs) Fuck. I know the answer to this already. Um, do you accept compliments easily? No. <laughs> or do you hate compliments? <laughs> I am the worst. And, oh my god, this is like an issue in mine and Ryan's relationship. <laughs> because I take compliments so poorly. Ter- terribly. Ter- like, I will either disagree with you or I will shut down. <laughs> there is no in between. And... I'll always complain to Ryan. I'm like, you never, like, you didn't compliment, like, you didn't tell me I looked nice or whatever, like, if I dress up or something. And he's like, you literally don't like, like, what do you want from me? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm terrible with compliments. Like, Shelby's complimented, like, my makeup before, and I, like... She gives me, like, a blank stare every time I compliment her. Like, I'll still do it. Like, every time she does her makeup, like, it looks really great. So I'm always like, oh, your makeup looks great. And then it's just, like, crickets. I'm like, okay, cool. It'll be, like, five minutes later and I'll be like, thanks. <laughs> no, I'm fucking awful. Um, What's the biggest lie you've told to somebody? <laughs> and this better be a good one. Like, out yourself. I want somebody to I be know, mad I'm at tr- you. I'm trying really hard to... I try... I mean, one, I try not to lie because lying's bad. Uh, two, I try not to lie because I'm terrible at lying. <laughs> like, the fucking worst. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> I'm going to out myself on so many fucking levels right now. Um... I was like, fr- I was good friends with someone, and our friendship turned into us hooking up. And it was her first time with a girl, and she asked if she did okay. And I was like, Yeah, that was like, good. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really bad. It was absolutely terrible. Wow. But I didn't know what to tell her that it was really bad because she was like excited about ex- like exploring. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Oh, it's good for the first time. Yeah. It's real bad. I mean, I don't... Like, thank God she's got a boyfriend. I don't know how, like, you would even be able to answer that question, honestly. I'd be like, <laughs> um... <laughs> ooh. Yeah. That's probably the worst lie I told. That's fair. But, I mean, I feel... <laughs> I stand by that lie. I mean, you were trying to protect somebody's self-esteem so that's that's okay like i still had to be friends with her so like we still had to hang out so i wasn't about to tell her that she was terrible but <laughs> you know i should have because she, she was a bitch but <laughs> <laughs> i should have told her the truth but 
Oh, well. All right. If you could identify with one fictional character from a book, TV show, or movie, who would it be? Uh, that's a hard question because I feel like there's like a handful of people that I could relate to. Like, I super love Yelena from Black Widow. And I guess she was on Hawkeye. Um, just like her character, like wanting to be tough. Like she's very blunt, um, independent, like just like does her own thing. Um, but I also could see myself like as Hermione Granger. That was the first character I thought of when I thought Because it's like, she's so intelligent. She wanted to learn everything. Like if I was Hermione, I would have done the same exact thing. Like I would have been like, how do I perfect, like... I may not be a pure blood wizard, but like I'm gonna do everything I can to be better than you, and like putting all the boys in their places. Like, if that's not your ultimate goal as a woman <laughs> to put a man in his place, we need to reevaluate. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like those two characters I could really like see myself. Yeah, Hermione is a really good one for you. Have you ever broke someone's heart? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Like I might have in my last relationship, but she was also very unstable. So I don't know if I actually did or not. Yeah. I don't think so. I feel like, I don't know. I don't think a lot of people will admit that their heart's been broken. That's true. Like, I can't say for certain any of my relationships that I've been, like, heartbroken over. And maybe that's just, like, not knowing the true extent of, like, love or whatever, but. I think I have, like, I think my heart's been broken, like, once or twice. But on the, I, I. I want to say yes, because I want to give myself the credit, but I... That's fair. But, like, honestly, I don't think I have. You could have broke somebody's heart that, like, you didn't even date, too. Like, that happens. I mean, but I don't even think I've... Maybe? Maybe there's... Maybe one that I'm not aware of, but I don't think so. (laughs) Unfortunately. That'll be my life goal. That'll be my new goal. <laughs> make break someone's heart. Yeah, make someone fall in love with me and then just break their heart. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what is the worst advice you've ever been given? It's probably going to be from me. <laughs> I don't think I really seek advice most of the time. I don't trust people. <laughs> I'm like, good to need advice. I'm like, these people are dumb as fuck. Fuck. You know what? That's fucking fair. I wouldn't want advice from me, so. (laughs) Fair enough. I don't know. Like, people have told me to, like, shy away from doing something that, like, I've wanted to do or told me to do something that I didn't want to do. And I feel like most of the time, if I follow other people, when they do make suggestions like that, I typically end up, like, regretting it. Um, I can't think of, like, a specific time. Because, like I said, like, most of the time now, I don't follow other people's advice. Because as much as I want to be, like, non-biased when I do things, like, I don't trust other people's opinions. Like, especially when it comes to something that's, like, important. 
Fair enough. Uh, where did my question go? Oh, if you could watch everything that happened in your life up until now, would you enjoy it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. There's too many awkward moments and just... Ooh, I didn't even think about like, that. Like, no. <laughs> I'm just thinking about, like, death. Like, like how many deaths we've deaths, gone through. Like, falling out yeah. with friends and people and... No. <laughs> Honestly, though, and this might just be, like, the psychopath in me, I feel like watching myself back, like, I would watch everything that happened in my life, and I would be like, okay, no, I was right in that situation. Like, if you were watching it as, like, a reality TV show where you could see, like, the other person's perspective, like, hell yeah, I would watch that, because I'd be like, I would learn something. I think I would still pass. <laughs> I think it'd still be it'd still be too much for me. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to. All right. What's gonna be your final question for me? Oh shit! Final fucking question. Do you have more than one left? Well, I had a good one, but I lost it. <laughs> okay. okay. Who do you think has had the largest influence on you as a person today? Honestly, I would say my grandpa had the largest influence on me, not necessarily because of, like, what he did in his life, but more so wanting to make sure that I'm the type of human that he would be proud of. Um, Because, like I said, I wasn't raised in, like, a accepting community, whatever. And my grandpa and my granny were both part of that, and that's just how they were raised. And so I think trying to keep some of their values while also expanding on their values, um, like, that would make them, mostly my grandpa, but be, like, the biggest influence. Because it's like, how am I going to be a good person in life? Like, my grandparents were the people that everyone went to. Friends, family, strangers went to my grandparents when they needed something and so it's like how can I be that but in a bigger way in the like universe that's sweet what realities or truths are you in denial about (laughs) I hate your question (laughs) (laughs) um I don't know You should pause it while you think. Okay. Fuck. That Aunt May died in No Way Home. <laughs> that's fair. If I just fast forward through it, it's like it never happened. I mean, that's me with <laughs> Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. If you just skip the chapter where Sirius died, it doesn't happen. Yeah, right? They're still alive. They're, They're still thriving. There. They're just vibing. <laughs> they just got a vibe. <laughs> um... Yeah, we hope you guys enjoy. I think we sobered up a little towards the end too much, but we hope you guys enjoyed our buzzed friend, little bit gay questions. 
And if you guys have any questions, doesn't matter what it's about. We could do another episode where we drink and answer your questions. Yeah. But everyone has to send us questions. And we'll make a list and we'll do another one if everyone enjoyed this. But yeah. Thanks for listening. Cheers. See you guys next time.